Hi, you're listening to This Is Not Your Practice Life. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friends. I'm a certified life and emotional intelligence coach. And if you really want to step into your highest self, there are a few non-negotiables you're going to have to learn, and I am just the person to help you do it. No matter your past, I'm here to help you create a more fulfilling future. So stick around with me. Not only will I teach you how to navigate your brain's daily mind drama, but I'll help you actually understand your mind, your emotions, why you do the things you do, and why others do the things they do. Most importantly, I'll help you build the self-awareness skills to create whatever results you want. It's never too late to change the trajectory of your life. After all, this is not your practice life. Hello, welcome back to another episode of This Is Not Your Practice Life podcast. I'm Macy and I am so excited that you are joining me today. We're going to get right into the topic today, which is how do you make adult friends? The original submission, because this was suggested to me on my Instagram when I put out a poll a few weeks ago, but the original submission was how do you make an how do you make adult friends when you have moved to a new place? And I loved that because I relate to that. For anybody that might be new here, I was born and raised in Louisville, Kentucky. My husband and I moved to different parts of Kentucky. And then um, almost two years ago now, we picked up our life and moved all the way to Las Vegas, Nevada. So it's been very, very different. And, you know, even that question has come up for me a few times of, you know, how would I make friends whenever I'm moving to a new place, yada, yada, yada. And while I love that direct question that I got, I also received a lot of people messaging me and saying, Ooh, I love this topic, but can you make it a little bit more general? Because I want to know, like, how do you make friends when you're in a new stage of your life or when you become a mom and you're, you know, you have friends that aren't moms yet. Like, how, how do you do this transition of finding your people as an adult? Because it just doesn't seem as easy as it did when we were kids, okay? And there are a few reasons for that, for one. Like, you know, as you grow older, you really step more and more into who you are. You have routines, you have habits, you have beliefs. And there's a tendency as humans to hang out with people who have similar beliefs, habits, and such the way that you do, right? And the second part of this, it's going to sound really cliche, but I feel it's so important, is that you really do have to evaluate who you're spending a lot of time with because the old saying is so true, you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. I know that that probably sounds a little woo or, you know, it's very old, you know, old phrase that we hear quite a bit, but it is so true. Like you are going to be drawn and attracted to people that have a lot of similarities as you. And while this is an amazing thing for connection with other human beings, you also have to check in with yourself every now and then and evaluate, are these people 
going where I want to go? Are they doing the things I want to be doing? Are they being the the person that I, I, you know, maybe want to be, even if that's eventually down the line? Because if I'm spending most of my time with these people, the chances are is that they're a mirror. They reflect to me who I am in many ways. Like it doesn't mean that you all are identical by any means, but it means that there's a lot of commonalities and things that you know you all relate with that makes you want to stick together. So they, you know, the old saying goes like if if you're in a crowd of four people smoking, you're probably the fifth smoker. If you're, you know, in a friend group of four people drinking, you're probably the fifth drinker. Um, you know, if you're with four people who are complaining, chances are you're the fifth one complaining. So, you know, birds of a feather flock together. It's just human nature. And I think when you're an adult and you're really kind of honing in on who you are, or more importantly, like who you're wanting to be in your daily practice of, you know, life, it's evaluating like, who am I spending the most time with? And do those people fit where I'm trying to go or who I'm wanting to be? So in terms of let's say you pick up your life and you know you leave all of your closest family and friends behind you're in a new town how in the world do you get to know people or let's say that you have a child or you have a second child or a third child and it's different than the people around you maybe you have friends that are not yet mothers or you know friends that are not yet fathers if if any men are listening to this and you know, or maybe they don't have multiple, so they don't understand how your life just got a little bit more hectic having multiples. Maybe you, you know, are trying to better yourself in some way and your old friend groups are just not into that. So what do you do when you're in a new season or a new stage of life? How do you handle that? Here are my tips. The first thing I think you have to do is get really clear on what kind of people you want to be spending your time with. Like who do you want to be around? What types of things are they doing? What types of things do they enjoy? And what qualities do you find important to you? So I was recently coaching a client and it's funny because we got onto this topic way before it was you know, suggested on my Instagram poll. And she was telling me, like, I want friends that can, like, hold this space for me and friends that, you know, don't necessarily just expect me to, like, pay for all their stuff because I have a lot of friends where, you know, if they couldn't afford to do something, like, I'd jump in and I'd pay for it and I'd cover it. I want friends that are maybe at a similar income level or I want friends that, you know, remember things that I've told them that are important to me, like I'm really tired on Sundays and that means that I probably don't really want to hang out because I have a crazy work day usually on Mondays and I just, I don't want to have to keep explaining myself. I want someone who listens. And so we, we talked about how it is important to get really clear on the types of friendships that you would like to have with people. Just like you would a romantic relationship, you can do that as well with friendships in your life and what's important to you. 
because the more aware you are around what you want in a friendship, any kind of relationship, the more clear you will be when you're meeting people, new people, you'll be able to identify much more quickly if you've worked ahead of time, does this person feel like, you know, someone that I really could jive with that has a lot of the qualities that, you know, I'm looking for in a friendship or a relationship or whatever, or does it feel like I am, you know, I don't want to say settling, but like going backwards from what it is that I really, really want. So for instance, like if you currently have a friend group that drinks a lot and you don't want to be drinking all the time, you know, you're currently, it's like four, four of your friends are drinking. So you're the fifth one and you're just, you're at a place in your life where you're like, I don't want to be the fifth one. Like I don't, I, I don't mind to have a drink or two, but I don't want to be drinking all the time. You have to be really clear on, you know, as an adult, I want friendships where that's not the life of the party. That's not the focal point of the friendship. That's not a necessity every single time we get together. And by having that clarity as you're meeting other adult people, you're going to be more in tune with what are their habits. So if they're constantly talking about alcohol and drinking and how they can only have fun that way and they're, you know, like encouraging you to drink too, but it's not the kind of adult friendship you're wanting to have, you're wanting to move out of that, then you immediately have that kind of red flag or that, you know, um, inner like beeper alarm going off in your mind that's like I think that this is taking me backwards like it's taking me to the place I'm trying to get away from not the place that I'm trying to go in my friendship and so you'll be able to recognize those things much more quickly if you're already doing the work ahead of time asking yourself what kind of friends do I want to have? Because the truth of the matter is our world is huge. There are billions or maybe even trillions, I don't know, of people in this world, all unique, yet all so similar in different ways. And there are people that we can relate to, but we have to know where to find them and how to find them, which leads me to step two, where do these people hang out that you want to be around? So for instance, I've got a little list here, right? If you're a new mom and you want new mom friends, where would new moms hang out? Are they hanging out at like mommy and me music classes, mommy baby yoga? You know, where where are these new moms? Are, is there a Facebook group that you can be in that's local for new moms and go do coffee if both of you have a sitter or if you want to bring the babies or the toddlers or whatever for a play date? Like, where are the people that you want to be with? You have to ask yourself that. And then you have to be willing to maybe do a little bit of grunt work to say, okay, I believe they're here. Can I go find where that is and insert myself in those places. If you have music interests and you want friends that are really into music and maybe going to concerts or lounges or karaoke bars or whatever, again, where are these people hanging out? How can you go put yourself in a situation where you're going to find like-minded people? Okay, that's that's kind of the whole gist. So even if you did you know, transplant your life into a different place, you move from one state to another state or one country to another country, 
you're looking for those things that are important to you in a friendship, things that you desire, common interests, things that you love to do, and then you're finding how to put yourself there. So for instance, if you're really into fitness, if you're really into yoga, if you're into healing retreats, if you're into spirituality, church, whatever it is, you have to go where those people are likely to be, okay? And that may feel scary if you're in a place where maybe that hasn't been how you've met people in the past or, you know, you're used to people that you met in younger years where it just felt easy. Now it feels a little bit more complicated. A lot of the times it only feels more complicated because our mind has so much drama around it. Like as a kid, when you meet friends, you just kind of run up to them and you're like, hey, you want to be friends? And then you play tag. Like (laughs) my longest childhood best friend and I, we have been friends for, gosh, I'm almost 32. So what is it? Like 31, 30, 29, 20, 27, 27 years. Yes, I really did have to do math like that. So the way that I met her, you know, was in preschool, I was crying my eyes out, snotting all over myself, screaming and holding onto my grandma's leg when she dropped me off for the first day of preschool. I absolutely had horrible separation anxiety. I was not excited about school at all. And I was basically just having a full-blown fit. It's like the kid on, if you've seen Daddy Daycare with Eddie Murphy, the little kid that's always wrapped around the pole and they have to pay him a dollar to get him to let go or he's always attached to his mom and they're, you know, he's screaming. That was me in preschool. I absolutely hated it. And I cried like that every day from preschool to first grade. God bless my Oma, my Opa, my grandma, anybody that dropped me off, God bless them because they could hear me screaming. Um, Severe separation anxiety as a four slash five, six year old. Horrible. But my best friend came up to me and she was like, hey, do you want to be my friend? That's it. That's all she said. And I just remember being like, (gasps) like trying to catch my breath when you're crying so hard and being like, yeah. And she grabbed my hand and we went and we played. Like we, I don't know, remember if it was Barbies, Play-Doh, whatever it was, but she just, she just came up to me and do you want to be my friend? Yeah. We've been friends for 27 years. We don't talk consistently all the time. And you know, she's in a different stage. She's got two little, little ones that are precious. I still haven't met them. I'm so devastated over that. Like how you can be friends for 27 years and still not meet your longest childhood best friends, kids that are like three and one. Her, her first one was born during COVID. So that was a whole thing. Um, and then her second one, I think was born around the time that we were moving to Las Vegas. So life is crazy. But the beautiful thing about that friendship is that we can pick up wherever we left off. And it's like no time has passed. And I will really say that that is the case for my childhood best friends and I. We may not talk every single day. We might send each other a few reels here and there that are like childhood 90s nostalgia And that's so much fun. We'll text every now and then to catch up on, you know, how's your family? How's your life? What's going on with you? Every now and then I'll see them, you know, if I'm invited to like a birthday party or something like that. And it's great because we do pick up where we left off. 
but we've also grown a lot in very different ways. And so all of us have, you know, different friendship dynamics and people that, you know, we're maybe closer with now as adults than, you know, even with each other, because the adult friends that we've made know us more and who we are now versus how we remember each other in childhood. And so finding those adult friends really comes down to one, you have to make effort as well. Like that's a big thing too. You have to be willing to make effort. You have to get clear on what kind of friends that you want to have. And then you have to get clear on where are those groups. And then you have to go be in those groups. (laughs) So a lot of my really good friends now, I met through personal development and coaching Um, And also grad school. So I have different pockets of friends for different, you know, time periods in my life. Some of my greatest friends ever were made in occupational therapy school. And um, we still keep in touch a good amount. We talk a lot about a blend of like OT and healthcare and just even politics and healthcare and dreams and and new ventures that maybe we've been on since like that they're really rich friendships of mine that I value and then I would say the most most recent friendships that I've developed have been through coaching and you know being in powerful rooms with people who value their mindset and their emotional intelligence and want to grow and talk about dreams and the and the future and where they're going, where they're headed, not so much the past. And I value that a lot. So I continue to put myself in places where people know how to hold space for me, where it feels very effortless and enjoyable and and people get it because they're doing the same work. And so I would just say the same for you. Who are you becoming or unbecoming and who do you want to be in the next, you know, two, five, two to five years? And what friend groups are going to foster who you're wanting to be? So again, it's like if you're like, I want to not drink as much alcohol. I don't want that to be the focal point of friendships. Well, where can you go where that isn't the focal point? You're probably not going to go meet people at a bar right? You're probably not going to go to like the champagnery. In in Kentucky, we have a place called the champagnery and it's like a champagne bar. And so if I was not wanting the focal point of my friendships to be alcohol, then I probably am not going to go there to meet my next adult friends who I don't want to be, you know, around drinking all the time. So I'm going to figure out like, Okay, what is it that's important to me? If if I still loved crafting and, and arts as much as I used to even just five to ten years ago, I mean, I still love it. But, um, you know, I might go find groups like art groups or crafting groups and go meet people there. Like there is a plethora of people in the world and so many ways that you can make new friends. It really comes down to what kind of friends do you want and where get really good at evaluating where would they hang out and then go insert yourself there and do it afraid, do it scared, you know, um, last thing. And then I'll wrap up. So 
one of the coaches that I've followed for years on Facebook, um, he and his wife actually live here in Las Vegas. <laughs> and um, I didn't realize that they lived in Vegas, obviously, until I moved here and saw a post. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that you lived in Vegas. And he was like, yeah. He goes, we just actually moved back. We were in Mexico. Now we're we're back here. Um, he goes, you, you would probably love connecting with my wife. And, you know, we, we could both laugh about this. If she listened to this podcast, we'd probably both laugh. But he had told her like, hey, I know this coach. She's really great. I followed her on Facebook for years. I think that you all would really connect. And I was telling my husband, you know, there is a coach here in Vegas. I've never met her before. I know, you know, like know of her husband more so than her. Um, but he thinks that we, you know, we'd hit it off and we, (laughs) we ended up going to lunch, but we both admitted to each other. Like there was such dread with like, there was like a 30 second dread of like, Oh, I don't want to go meet anybody. I just like being alone and in my own bubble. And at the same time we were, we both had the experience of like, but I should go meet new people. Like, how are you going to know if you like someone or make new friends if you never, meet people if you just stay in your house all day, which I, by the way, am very good at. I, now that I've done so much work on myself, I will preface with now that I've done seven years of coaching work on myself, I enjoy my own company. It is not a bad thing to be left with my own brain in my own house. I enjoy it a lot. In fact, I enjoy my own company so much. It is now harder for me to be busy all the time and to be hanging around people all the time because I I have done so much work on my brain and being so safe in my body with my emotions that it's more like you have to like rip me out of my house to go hang out with people <laughs> like and it's not because I'm avoidant of people or don't love people I love people but I also love my own company so I'm never bored and I never really feel alone So we, this coach and I were cracking up laughing when we went to lunch because she was like, I told my husband like, no, you've been asking me to meet people in Vegas for literally like, I don't know. She said years and I've never met one. She goes, you are literally the first person in Vegas that my husband has suggested that I had an intuitive nudge of like, okay, I'll try it. I think that this one might be okay. And I laughed and I said, that's exactly how I felt. Like I have had opportunities to meet, you know, people here in Vegas and go to different groups and events. And I haven't really wanted to do a lot of them. Like I have gone to some that sounded good, but honestly not a lot. And so we just, we hit it off and and now we talk, you know, ever so often and have a really great relationship. And, um, I've, even purchase some different coaching stuff from her for myself and a friend. And so it's, it's been great. So all of that to say, really evaluate what it is that you love, what types of friends you want to have, what are the qualities, where would you find them? That's probably the hardest part. Where would you find them? Actually, I don't even think where do I find them is the hardest part. I think it's the willingness to feel every emotion as you put yourself out there and the awkwardness of like introducing yourself or even putting yourself in 
new situations in general. The human brain does not like that. It would rather just stick with what it knows. And, you know, sometimes you just have to put yourself out there. Go to the yoga class. Say hi to whoever it is in class that maybe you've felt drawn to or you've admired from afar. Like, say hi. See if you have anything in common. Talk to your um, kids friends parents you know like if your your children are in school and they have a little friend and you see their mom or their dad or whatever and you think that maybe you all could jive like there's nothing wrong with getting coffee or lunch if you absolutely hate it and dread it and they're not your person energetically you're probably going to know really quick and you never have to do it again so it really the scariest part of making adult friends is the willingness to feel all of the uncomfortable uncomfortable emotions as you do so like being willing to let it be awkward being willing to maybe realize that you won't hit it off being willing to be in possibility that maybe you all become best friends and it's better than you ever imagined like you just never know and if you focus on where you're trying to go you're probably going to find the friend groups that are very lasting in whatever season of life that you're currently in. So I hope that this helps you and if you have any questions or there's something that I didn't answer, just know you can reach out anytime and if there's ever anything you need, any kind of coaching that you're interested in, visit macyrenee.com. You can find that in the show notes. We are currently enrolling for round two of the hybrid experience. Enrollment closes September 23rd, 2023. The retreat for that will be in March of 2024. So if you're interested in that, feel free to reach out. Make sure you're on my email list. And if you have any questions, just get in contact with me. All right. I will talk to you guys again. Hey there. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of This Is Not Your Practice Life podcast. If you'd like to connect on social media, you can find me on both Instagram and Facebook at Macy Renee Coaching. And if you want to stay up to date on all of my offers, announcements, and inspirational emails, you can join my email list at macyrenee.com. In addition, if there's a way that I can further support you in your coaching journey, you can schedule a free 60-minute consult at macyrenee.com anytime you want so we can discuss the best options for you. I look forward to seeing you next week, and I hope you have an amazing day. Bye.